The following podcast may be explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Welcome to our spooky table in the shed for a three-part Halloween series. Meet Rutherford, played by Chris, Skeet, played by Mike, Seamus, played by Kurt, and Becky, played by Bridget. Let's see how they fare in Joe's game. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, and welcome to the Shed for Adventures from the Shed. We are here for a special Halloween episode in 2018. Um, We're going to start our Halloween this year. With creating characters for a new game system, kind of something we did last two, two, three years ago. 2015 was the one where we created everything um, as we went. Uh, we're going to go around the table and we'll say hi to the people who are here today. We'll start with this guy here. Hey, it's Chris. And? Oh. Yeah, you're next. <laughs> yeah, there's no I, other I'm your friend, Mike. <laughs> Spooky Mike Robertson. Spooky Mike. Spooky Mike. Hey, it's Kurt. You, you, you muted. And Bridget. There it is. You did it backwards. We got to hear the chip when you weren't muted yet, though. And I'm Joe. I'm going to be the game master as we start today. Well, Bridget gives We're me the, the stare of death. Master. <laughs> stare of death is appropriate for the Halloween it episode. It is. It sure is. It's um, a special power. Hopefully I make it through. Uh, so for this first episode, we're going to meet the characters and when i say meet the characters it is meet and create the characters because we're still writing on these character sheets i created we're going to hear a little bit about how the game's going to be played and um we will get started who who wants to talk a little bit about their little bit a little bit about their character first it might be interesting with the age ranges though okay. yeah mm. see mine can't be any older i guess we'll just have to work it out mm-hmm because then my backstory doesn't work. See, I feel like with guys, age doesn't matter. Because like you can have, you right. can be like a twenty-year-old with a forty-something-year-old friend. Yeah. But like, if there's a seventeen-year-old woman hanging around, then it gets sort of tough. Oh, yeah. it's it's the forties. I mean, you know, anything can happen. I, I guess. <laughs> Wasn't that the sixties? <laughs> Yeah, that's why I was. Saying. And nowadays, it might not be a big deal, but in yeah, the forties, so it would definitely not have been okay. We each have the outline of a character, but we have not worked with each other, so that's... Yeah, so this we're is gonna, fun. We're going to yeah. figure it out. We haven't talked to each other at all about the characters. Nope. Here we go. Surprise. So we're playing this game. The um, system I'm kind of making up as we go, but I have the basis of the system here. Each character has uh, four stats. Those stats are um, smart, strong, fast, and calm. And on those four stats... Or, or, with those, you're going to uh, put those next to a D4, a D6, a D8, or a D10. That will indicate how good you are or, or how um, uh, how important that stat is to the way you're going to play your character. When we come up against a task or anything that will involve a die roll, there will be one stat that applies to it. That is the one that you will roll against. If there is something about your character that could convince me that you should roll a different or an, another die, I should say a second die to add to that roll, you'll describe it and we'll see if it works. The only exception is you cannot use your weakest stat as the second die. So your weakest stat is going to be such that it's useless to think you could add it to anything. So if you're not that smart, then trying to pretend you're smart isn't going to help your task. That kind of thing is uh, so. The idea here is I want a more failures. 
because we, we normally don't have a lot of failures at the table, and I want bad stuff to happen. Speaking of, there's a bad stuff section on your character sheet. As you have any failures, you will mark off a bad stuff bo- block, and at some point that's really going to make some difference, I hope. They're all filled in. Do you die? <laughs> well, not yet. I have I haven't completed that bad stuff mechanic. I'm going to see how it works as we get started. It'll depend on how many failures happen. All right. All right. So let's um, let's talk a little about who who has put in the stuff on their sheet so far. It looks like Mike. I have. Uh, I guess the the guy I came up with was uh, Skeet. Skeet's the local mechanic. <laughs> Uh, he runs Mosquito Motors with his brother Clem. <laughs> mosquito Motors? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's a wiry man. He's got overalls <laughs> and a faded cowboy or uh, Cubs hat. <laughs> are, are they? Um, are they? Uh, let me think. Uh, honest mechanics? Because I mean, if your if your uh, motto is a bloodsucker, I, I think Skeet's very honest. <laughs> okay. Uh, he's, he's oblivious to the idea that. It's a bloodsucker on there. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, okay. He just okay. likes it. Now, <laughs> now cool. I'm not feeling so comfortable about going camping. <laughs> <clears throat> That's good. We don't want to be comfortable yeah. this episode. Uh, <laughs> but I'm well, thinking, you got to start comfortable. But I'm thinking Skeet would be uh, strong from, like, lifting things in the wor- in the, <laughs> the workshop. Uh, yeah. he'd, he'd probably be fairly calm because yeah. I figure, figure he's probably one of those guys that doesn't really... <laughs> Uh, a lot of things don't bother him too much. He just sort of works to himself. He, so he, does, he doesn't shout a lot when the wrench slips or yeah, anything? Yeah. Um, maybe fast for the third one, because he's definitely not smart. But, <laughs> I mean, he, he's an endearing soul, I guess. All right. What's um? What would be part of the reason that he needs to uh, take a break and go camping? Well, um, I I'm going to ask that of everybody, by the way. So think about that. I, I guess with with where he they live, they live in like uh, Tennessee. Yeah, everyone's it's, going to be from the same area in Tennessee, and you'll be camping in Oak Ridge, Tennessee, out in the middle of nowhere. So I guess he, he would probably just sort of be talked into it by his his friends, mm-hmm. and then like he found a weekend that his brother could watch the shop. So, uh, so he got out and and went out in the woods, which he probably does fairly often because it's probably not a whole lot to do around there. All right. Who else wants to talk about their character? So, um, I I've been voted. Go ahead, Lenore. I'm not. Uh, no, <laughs> no, Lenore is not here. <coughs> she wouldn't remember if she was. What? What? <laughs> Uh, my character's name is Rebecca Hall, and I'm is 17. Is it Rebecca or Becky or Bexters? Well, the nickname's Becky. Becky. And that's so you can say, Hecky Becky. Hecky Becky. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> that my favorite card thing ever. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that has to happen. At least once it has to happen. Um, it probably started in the 40s. Who knows? <laughs> so I'm just a general teenager. Um, senior in high school, I live in a foster home. My parents were killed when I was six years old, and no, in a car crash actually. It's not a cult, which I survived. I was in the car with them, not probably. Um, 
fire starter. But I'm kind of tomboyish. I hang out with the kid next door, who I don't know his name yet. Seamus. Oh, maybe I don't. Used to be. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's I, short, don't, I don't hang out with It's them. short for shameless. Shameless. Oh. Shameless Seamus. <laughs> <laughs> that could be very true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm. my motivation is I'm running away because I... I'm only 17, so I can't be on my own yet, but I hate living in this foster home. And I'm running away because my friend said he's going camping. I'm going to go hang out with him and his friends. So how does uh, Becky's stats line up? What kind of person is she when it comes to those? Um, smart is at the top. So she's very she's very smart. She's got good grades. She just doesn't really care about school. Um very calm, since she's had to deal with a bunch of diversity, adversity, and maybe diversity, too. Yeah. Um, the third one is fast, and the last one is strong. Not okay. particularly strong. Okay. But I, like I, try to think, of, uh, I try to think, of, think my close. way out. Yeah. yeah. That's about it. Why would she be taking a break to go camping? Yes, she's running away. What? caused her to want to run away this most recent time i'm guessing she probably tried before um, or is this the first time no my stepmom wanted to put me in a home for wayward girls uh-huh. because i keep running away okay so i'm gone <laughs> you'll show Dang, her you said your step parent my my foster parent okay who's not step parent foster parents foster parents gotcha i don't like them i don't want to be there uh, I can go next. Uh, since I live next door, <laughs> Seamus lives next yeah. door to Becky, which is how they know each other. Um, I had him kind of, kind of being young to mid-20s, which I think probably works in this case. So um, for her to look up to? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's not unusual that we would be friends. She's kind of maybe a little little sister kind yep. of thing. Um, and the main things that I thought about when thinking about the character were that his parents were wiped out financially in the Great Depression. Uh, and... Partially as a subconscious reaction to that, he developed. He's a he, he's a gambling addict. He will gamble on anything. So he particularly likes to play cards and poker, and he thinks of himself as a as a kind of a card sharp. But he will gamble on anything. Um, he's got a benzedrine habit, which back then was like early speed amphetamines, um, in part because he's used to trying to stay up all night playing cards. Um, and so um, those were kind of the main things I thought about. Um, in terms of his look, he is like an Irish, what I, what I would call an Irish Mick. And uh, being from an Irish family, I hope I can say that. Um, he's got kind of a fighter's face. He wears a kind of a, a middle-class tweed three-piece suit, but he usually has lost the jacket, so he's just wearing the vest and shirt and slacks. And uh, as far as his stats, I put strong, then smart. But when I say smart, it's more, it's kind of... You know, gambling smarts, not necessarily street smarts. He's not educated. That's what we'll find out. Uh, and then calm. Uh, this is the third one. Um, he's usually calm when he's playing cards, but he's not, you know, going to be calm in this situation, particularly if he's up on speed. Yeah. Uh, and then last is fast because he's okay. just a lumbering Irish Mick. He's not a not a runner. <laughs> and that's why he has a fighter's face because he doesn't run away. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So. How's that sound? Does that why, work? Why would he uh, be going camping? Oh, I had thought of this earlier. Um, 
shoot, I had an, I had a rationale for it. Oh, because <laughs> uh, Skeet, who he knows from town, mm-hmm. um, loves to camp, mm-hmm. but he also loves to lose money playing cards. So I try uh-huh. to hang out with him as often as possible. Okay. And, and here comes Grandpa. Let's go. Let's go, go to the old man. Hey, Chris. Not that old. Uh, Not that old. My name. Uh, well, guys, well, in the forties, when you were forty, you were eighty. So not necessarily. I mean, I know I'm exaggerating. Say, my, you're like seventy. My great grandparents lived to like a hundred or something. Yeah. You know, so they lasted. Uh, anyway, a character's name is Rutherford Aloysius Devadander Abercrombie the Third. What do people call him? Uh, Randy. No, everything. Randy. He never settles for less. <laughs> whatever, whatever they can remember. Yeah. Um, uh, so I, I set him up as, Bob, a, like uh, as, a, as a World War One flying ace. So yeah. he's back. Yeah, he was a pilot in World War One, and now he's a, uh, a small town Southern lawyer. So I'm assuming from from a small town. Uh, he's in his mid forties. He's clean cut. He's kind of like a hard Hughes looking kind of guy with a thin mustache, and he's always you know well dressed. Um, camping, he might dress it down a little bit, but uh, okay. um, I, I'd say like maybe he could be uh, one of the lawyers for the Skeeters guys or something. You know, he's helped him out before, and he uh, hangs out with him every once in a while. And he likes to take money from uh, Seamus anytime he's uh, gambling. Mm-hmm. I, I picture as a uh, simple so solid lawyer. <laughs> you have suspenders and all that. So a seventeen-year-old girl is going camping with a speed addict gambler. I know. I was almost going to be like, I should mechanic, be his uh, pusher man. And a lawyer yeah. who's also a gambler. This sounds like fun. Uh, so I set him up <laughs> better as, than the foster home. <laughs> <laughs> So I set his stats up as comms, his uh, you know his top thing, then fast, mm-hmm. then smart, then strong. So he's more about the speed, you know, with the mm-hmm. fast reflexes when you know he's piloting all that. So he's a dumb lawyer. Smoothly, <laughs> well, not super. I mean, he's like some. <laughs> no, I know. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Do you know any dumb lawyers? I uh, more than a few. <laughs> God, I played poker with a bunch of them on Thursday night. <laughs> Degenerates. How many of them listen to this podcast? None. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're not smart enough, is what you're saying. Aww. <laughs> All right. So we have a little bit of information about the characters now. Um, as far as where you're going camping, Kurt, I thought of this after you sent me your thing last night and you just mentioned it, how your parents were wiped out during the Depression. And I assume you mean financially, mm-hmm. not like killed. Because no, no, of the financially. Yeah. Um, so just recently, they were going through some old information and they found uh, the map to an old camping ground that apparently was part of the family a long time ago mm-hmm. and it's kind of secluded out in the middle of nowhere in oak ridge which isn't far from where y'all live but um that has uh piqued your interest as a place to go check out for camping it looks like it's kind of uh a side like a trail off of a, a side road so it's like a side road off of a side road and then there's a trail off of that uh probably hasn't been used in a long time and maybe that's the place to go check out and um be one of those trails where we yeah. we go over it and then it disappears and nobody can find the. That's trail the idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Roll for <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Roll for freak outedness. Um, so, how do you guys get together for a camping trip? You know, there's not a whole lot of uh, email going on in the 40s. <clears throat> I mean, I feel like I feel like um, like Seamus might be sort of the ringleader on setting these up and mm. and. Skeet just sort of goes with it. Uh, he shows up to the garage and he's like, "Oh, we're going camping this weekend." And Seamus is like, mm, "Okay." <laughs> well, that would, that'd probably be Skeet saying that. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
And yeah, other, Seamus is all he just wants to make money off people. Well, of and, yeah, and if we, I think if we do it that way, then to get his habit rolling, I can kind of drag you along and just because you're running away and it's literally like you have nowhere to go, and that way it's not super creepy. I'm like, look, we're having a guys camping friends. trip. We'll we'll yeah. be gentlemen, you know. If you want to get, it's better than sleeping on the street tonight. I know you'll I know you'll look out for me. Br- bring any money that you do have, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, too, with these guys, especially with Ski, you know, he's a friend, so I can't win every time because then he won't keep playing with me. So mm-hmm. I got a whole hustle going on. Like, you know, it's, it's a long, it's a long game. <laughs> I have four dollars today. <laughs> <laughs> You're rich. All right, so I'm going to go through a few. Now we know a little bit about the characters. I'm going to go through these questions now to try and establish some more stuff, so we can kind of set more of a tone. Um, these are so, some of the questions should be familiar because they're questions we went through before. Um, and if they're not, it doesn't matter. We can just answer them as they go. So one of you doesn't keep up with current events. Who? And for that matter, why do you not? So you don't know. know th- this person doesn't know anything about what's going on outside of their own little world. Probably a 17-year-old. Uh, she might read the paper, huh? Could be one of these two. I would say. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Definitely it, not my guy. I mean... Smarts her first yeah. thing, oh, yeah. so she probably would. So maybe ski. Well, it doesn't mean smart doesn't I mean, mean to be informed though <laughs> on current events. Just be, right. You can figure things out. You're logical. You can figure things out. I mean, I'm fine doing that. I don't. <laughs> he doesn't have to be particularly interested in what's happening in the world. Okay. I think Skeet's still nervous about the war. Yeah. Uh, but he he. Other than that, he might not be very concerned about anything outside of town. Okay. We'll put it like that, then. Well, I, I certainly have no faith in government or interest in government or business in light of what happened to my parents during the Depression. So I'm kind of a lone, not a loner in terms of personality, but um, not Trust not no a joiner, one. let's put it that way. Yeah. So I'm, I could see being pretty disinterested in most of the stuff. Okay. It's funny. It would be funny if, if he is as knowledgeable, though, of, like, like the horse races, like the results from the horse races in town now that instead w- of the war. That would definitely be true. And if we're in Tennessee, there's got to be some good cockfighting around. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm keyed in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, I think you can still do duels in Tennessee. You know, <laughs> make some bets on that. There's, there's a good probability. Um, for any of the characters or all of them, I'm not counting the camping trip we're doing right now, but um, what was the event that brought characters together? So kind of like, how did you meet? And it can be with any other person. It doesn't have to be, you're all getting together now, but previously, how did you meet? How I would say I got learn? my car repaired at Skeet's place and then okay. you know, formed a relationship, a business relationship like that. Yeah, I think Skeet's sort of like a fixture in town. So yeah. like yeah. everyone in Everybody town who has knows a car. Skeet because he's the only mechanic shop in town. Yep. So Chris, you- what is your character's nickname? Because I'm going to keep typing root for now. Uh, I've been typing Ruth because you started with Rutherford. Yeah, just do Rutherford. 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 I'll race Randy. We could call him Old Man Ford. Old Man Uh, Ford. uh, Not even that old. Compared to her. I used to hunt with a guy who was like 90 when I met him, and he was Old Man Ford, and his name was Rutherford. Uh, I might might call you that. Okay. Um,. All right, so that would be a way for Rutherford to have met Skeet. Who else? Um, How did anybody else meet anybody well, else? I mean, it sounds like you're sort of a troublemaker in a way uh, with the gambling and stuff. So, so maybe he got he was your lawyer. Like it makes more sense that he is your lawyer because I don't think Skeet is a troublemaker. 
Yeah, I don't. And I don't envision him as a troublemaker. I envision him as just a, a, he's like good-hearted, a, like a prankster at, at worst. Yeah, but you can get into mischief, like vandalism or something stupid like that. You know, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, you could be my lawyer, or you could play. You could play in my regular game. Uh, you know, whatever. whatever You're you right. Yeah, want. it could be both. I mean, uh, but I, when I say he'll gamble on anything, it's not that he's a total degenerate. It's that he's the kind of guy that, like, in addition to liking playing cards and the horses, mm-hmm. like. Who'll bet you on who can run to the next tree faster if yeah. you know, oh, right, the odds yeah, are right? right. Like yeah. I'll give you two to one. You can't beat Becky to the next tree. <laughs> Never told me the odds. We're drag racing in town, you know. <laughs> so. um, and I, I've been in this foster home for two or three years now, and the guy uh, Seamus lives next door. So we kind of met when I was out in the yard. Yeah. So Becky, he bet me I couldn't climb to door. the top of a tree, and I did it. <laughs> I like it. Cool. Um, so, Seamus, was that 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 your house or your parents' house or what? I mean, I know you're it's old my, enough to be out of the house. It's my house. Okay. It's kind of a yeah you know, starter home for me. Okay. All right. Somebody here recently had a run-in with the law. Who was it? Me. <laughs> I ran away hey, from Becky. home. Um, what was the outcome? Obviously, well, the, you're the back. The police found me and brought me back. Okay. And I got grounded for a month. <laughs> okay. Um, month. Okay. Um, two of you had an incident in the past that caused you to trust each other more. Which two? And then what was the incident? Are you going to say that everybody knows about your addiction or not? I think if it, my, the, the way I'm hearing this is if you know Seamus, um, you know that he wants to bet on everything, but you might not know that he has a drug problem. Well, maybe I know about it, and that's what got him in trouble, and I kind of helped could him be. out. That could be. Yeah. There you go. And it's not like, you know, Benzedrine's not like heroin. I'm not like in the right. gutter. It's just, it's, it's early uppers, basically, yeah. speed, so... I Plus, were there, any, were there any illegal drugs in the 40s? That's a good question. I don't think anything had been illegalized yet. That's a good yeah. question. Uh, yeah, I mean, I could, I could have been in trouble during Prohibition. I would definitely have bad booze at my games, yeah. you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. I mean, um, and and Old Man Ford here could have helped me out. All right, so let, if that's what it's going to be, if we're going to say it's Seamus and um, Rutherford... When did um, after? What was the actual incident that happened? This is the idea. The, the idea is at some point it could be, remember when I saved your ass, blah, blah, blah. Oh. Right? <laughs> that kind of thing. That We develop that story now so that we can use it later if we need to. Um, <laughs> I could totally see like me having not paid off the right cop, like the local cop, to look away from <laughs> yeah. something, and then the cop put a, put a hurt on me, yeah. something like that. You know? Okay. I mean, it's a rel- we're from a relatively small town, right? Yep. <clears throat> so, we're going to say yeah for now. It just makes it easier. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it could be opposite, too. Like, he, you could take the fall for something to make, because he seems like a respectable man in the community, so he could take the fall and still make you look good. Yeah, but I'm not. I have my character's not somebody that would be up not, no good. Uh, yeah. Yep, no good. He wouldn't have did anything yeah. that Seamus had to fall for. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so then, somebody here 
had an incident that forced them to relocate in the past. Who? And what was the incident? Well, I don't. I don't want to. We're going to skip you for now because you've been part of most of them. Yeah, I know. So it's not Becky at this time. Some, one of the other three here had an incident in their past that forced you to relocate to where you live today. I don't know that this would be that interesting, but I would have had to have left the family farm because my parents lost it. That's not an incident. Yeah. Did they bet the farm? <laughs> Maybe I bet he farm. did. <laughs> you know that I would accept as an incident. You lost the family farm Very in a good. bet. Like he was trying to uh, yeah. make good, uh, and it went bad. I, no, I was like, went bad. I was too young. I was like twelve yeah. when this happened. Well, you never know. <laughs> uh, twelve back then is you know yeah. twenty. I bet you weren't too young. See what I mean? And you think you're not eighty? Yeah. How about uh, sixty? I don't know. I sort of, I sort of think Skeet has grown up in this town and like this town is all he knows so so it's not skeet i don't think it's skeet i don't yeah, know i kind of wanted to keep i mean i can be but right. i'm trying how to think that would make sense Famous. so i used to uh live in let's say nashville or wherever okay. an appropriate large city was okay and uh the local mobsters did not like uh-huh. me running games and taking book and doing the kind of things that i was doing for fun and they ran me out of town only because it's funny to me, I've decided to type, Seamus got run out of Nashville by redneck mobsters. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, or out of anywhere, it could be anywhere. <laughs> but like, it sounds I like, like my family's from Tennessee, so. Yeah, it sounds good. Um, this can be for anybody, except Becky, um, because of the whole parent thing. What blood relation that you have do you wish never existed? A hated uncle, a younger sibling, an older sibling whatever it might be. Hmm. I mean, I could probably take that one. I mean, it can be everybody. I'm going to say except Becky because the whole family thing is special on her character. Because, like, well, I think he might be, he's very close to his brother Clem. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe his dad wasn't real great growing up. To Um, the point that you would say Skeet wishes his dad never existed. mm. Because that's what I'm looking for. It's, It's vitriolic. You're definitely... This is a relative that, eh, better if they never existed. Mm. I mean, he can be. I mean, it's fine. Okay. So we've got Skeet's dad. Anybody else? You want Skeet to have one? Um, Specifically, anybody. And remember, the idea here is at some point it's going to be scary. So you can anticipate that your dad's going to show up, Skeet. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He may or may not, but we'll find out. Um, my uncle Albus <clears throat> is a complete jackass because he is very well off and did nothing to help his brother, my father, okay. during the financial crisis. And he could have, and he chose not to. Albus. A selfish brick. Albus, selfish brick. Fish brick. Gosh, I cannot spell today. My spelling is horrible. <clears throat> All right. Um... Anybody on this one, what is your biggest loss in your life? Now, it might be obvious for Becky. Parents. Parents. Yeah. Anybody else? My faith in the system. <laughs> any specific system? Government itself or any, any governing system? I just think, you know, I was kind of like 12, 13 yeah. for, during the Depression, and that, that's basically like world collapse for 
a lot of people, you know, the okay. economic system didn't work. The government couldn't help us almost starving. So what I'm going at though, is like, um, say in, in Nashville, uh, if you were in a casino, would you not trust the casino because it's part of a system or, uh, I, yes, I would not trust it. So and I would have no problem cheating or ma- okay. making the rules work for me. <laughs> Because at the end so, of the day, you really just have yourself to look. Almost any kind of system that controls the current situation <clears throat> is something you're not fond of kind of thing? And I would just always put my own judgment and actions okay. ahead of those of the other system. Which doesn't mean I don't like have friends that I can trust in things. Mm-hmm. But at a, like at a larger level, anything kind of distant or imposed from above, he would be skeptical of. My guy's the, he lost his entire squad squadron in the war. He barely survived. One of the runs, which ties into his fear of uh, failing his comrades. Uh huh. What was the question again, Joe? What was the biggest loss in your life? Gotcha. Mm. Skeet. I think Skeet. I think Skeet's mom's not around, so okay. I he sort of she's either died or left when he was very young, and then she left because your dad sort of just so yeah. And he was <laughs> Have just you, sort you of stuck always with suspected dad. your dad. Yeah. Yeah. That could be another reason to wish he hadn't existed. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Seamus also, what was the greatest loss? The he, biggest loss in your life. Yeah, he really enjoyed losing his virginity. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm looking for something that... A bad bad <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll just type, Seamus lost Hyman. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was his dog's name. <laughs> what are you guys thinking? You're so sick. Buster Hyman? <laughs> that was his dog's name. Yes. <laughs> I cheat, I cheat. I cheat, I cheat so much. All right. <clears throat> Here's another one. And this, again, can be anybody or everybody. What does your character know about another character that causes you to distrust them? So, sowing seeds of distrust. That's the point here. Uh, for me, it's Seamus. Like he's always got to take. I'd rather he just you know work things out naturally instead of taking a, a drug. Okay. Um, and next, I was wondering if I could use the drug thing too, because like I don't know if like. Are you his pusher? How do you know he's no, doing this? <laughs> I didn't know if like maybe if they were at a game or playing a game, and he occasionally will like pop one and like. He just sort of thinks like the drug stuff sort of makes the town look bad. Okay. Um, I don't know that it would be that hidden in 1942. Like, yeah. I'd it would be up to your character, I would say, right? Yeah. I don't think it would be. Okay. I think it would just be part of his how he gets through the day. Okay. Like he's smoking a cigarette. As an aside, I just learned in researching this. I don't know how I never knew this, but you know that Elton John song, Benny and the Jets? Yeah. Benny is yeah, benzedrine and Jets is amphetamines. Yeah. Had no idea. Taking a Benny. It wasn't some guy named Benjamin going to see the New York Jets. It, it was not. Yeah, not in this case. <clears throat> Anybody else? Something that caused your character to distrust distrust another character. Anyway, so it's all about the drugs. I don't really know. It's the tough thing uh, yeah. with with hers. If if she's just running away, I don't know if if the two of us would know her. Yeah, I don't really know. The, the only one I really know is Seamus. 
Ah, so what is, if anything, what has he done that would cause you to distrust him? And it could be just for that one thing. You bet me $10 that I couldn't climb to the top of a tree. That was a little sketchy. <laughs> yeah. but I think you just wanted to watch my butt. Climb <laughs> yeah, that's but, but what about you? Are you just like the nice little good girl who keeps running away? Or are you like, um, I probably have more reason to door. distrust you than that's you to distrust point. me. Now make something up then that would make that happen. What I don't want to write done? her character. No, that's what, me, but that's um, what we're doing here. I'm Suspicious circumstances about her parents yeah. dying in a car. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, think, How come I was the only one that should run? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it I... wasn't uh, the airbag, not in 42. Or seatbelt. I think I like her because uh, she's kind of spunky and fun, but I, I just have a general sense that she's not quite right. Okay. Like she's, she's not quite she right. Her, vanilla, but she's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, and she's... I don't know. Like I said, I want to like chart the course of your character, so I'll just leave mm-hmm. it at that and just say like, I she's fun. Maybe and I, I like tried her. to hit on you once, like I had a crush on you, and then you kind of squashed it. But Crushed. you're, but like now, you're not sure if she's gonna try something again or if you want. I don't know. Yeah, and just in general, that there's you know the fact that she's always running away, she's always kind of getting mm. in trouble with the cops. Like there's something. It's obviously something wrong in her head. Uh, All right. And as a result of that, if she wants to hit on me, that's totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> I got a fighter's face, though. It's not that attractive. <laughs> uh, well, you're that neighbor that she started looking up to, so it's more of an organic crush. Maybe. More of we, like, challenge each other. Yeah. Um, and, all right, so the next two are really just around... Uh, property to get us started who owns the vehicle that you're um, using to go camping now if you remember i wrote out that there was a car and a trailer i don't mind if it's a mechanics truck but i want everybody to be sitting together so to me it made sense to be a sedan that's why i did that because otherwise having a conversation on the way shouting to somebody in the back of the truck doesn't fit so easy oh that's fine i can own the vehicle okay um so we have that, and then um, who's That's- bringing what for camping gear? I'm guessing Becky probably doesn't bring anything unless she steals it on her way out. Yeah, my <laughs> Is she a foster parents don't really have any anything. Okay. I'll grab some snacks and stuff, some like granola bars and maybe some Fanta or Tab or... <laughs> Whatever kind of uh, you know, I never really thought about it. But what yeah. what canned drinks were in the forties? Yeah, probably Coke, bottled. What did Coke? It come probably out? was bottles. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was probably you probably get like local birch beer or uh, yeah. you know, and it's in glass sodas, bottles. And glass bottles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would bring my shotguns so we could shoot some rabbits for dinner if we need to. That kind of thing. Uh Uh, I'm definitely bringing a pistol for the same reason. Uh, Some old, uh, still usable military gear I could use for camping. Okay. Stuff to cook in, things like that. You probably have like the old olive green tarps and things like that that would be helpful. Okay. Uh, Knife, same thing. Anything we can go hunting with. I I think Skeet might have a secret skill that he is a uh, superb chef, even though he doesn't look like it. So he might have some cast iron pots and pans maybe. I mean, that, that sounds possible? good. That yeah. sounds possible. <laughs> he, is, uh, he looks like a big, beefy mechanic, but he's actually got a love of spices <laughs> that just makes for pure delight in the evening. <laughs> I do like paprika. <laughs> 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 Have you played Borderlands? 
Uh, yes. Because in my mind, I can't remember the the guy's name, but there's a mechanic in there who's a, he runs the yeah. catch a rod. Yeah. Catch a rod. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> in my mind, you, mm-hmm. that's who you're playing. <laughs> it might be skied as well. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> um, what else? So I've got so far. You've got. Um, soda, guns, of course, because I said it was Halloween, so you got to bring guns. Oh, I didn't um, think about that. Tents, uh, like canvas, what have you, um, pots and pans. Who would bring food? Well, I brought, gr- I'm bringing granola and some, snacks. Yeah, some kind of dry foods. Like, I yeah. raided the pantry because that was the first thing I could think of to grab because I, I can't grab much else. Okay. Bring some sandwiches. Sandwiches? What would you bring to cook over a campfire? Are we trying to just to hunt for stuff, or are we bringing stuff ahead of time? Well, it's technically a Scooter. camping trip, not a hunting trip. So maybe you hunt while you're there, but right. you're not going to hunt. Because yeah. you don't some, even know what's out there. We'd probably bring some eggs. Eggs, bacon, bacon, yeah. Yeah, sausage. Yeah. Okay. Um, it was Scooter. Scooter's catch a ride. Scooter's. Yeah. yeah. Scooter. But his sister called him Skeet, or Skeeter, something like that. The, the big chick. Do we have, uh, like, a cooler area. with ice and stuff? Do you? Yeah. I don't have anything. Yeah, you wouldn't. <laughs> Somebody might. I, would, I yeah, mean, we you, you guys camp more, so you would have, yeah. like, probably a lantern and cooler and tents. I'm trying to think of all the stuff my grandfather had when he went camping. I yeah. think we would probably set up, like, a, camped in a tarp, the 40s. you know, like an olive green army tarp yep. with yep. ropes and have a lantern and a makeshift table. You know, like a, mm-hmm. Nice kind of Coleman thing. ice chest. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what they would have back there. Coleman But you ha- you'd have, like, a chunk of ice in it, right, and chip it off, probably? Because yeah. you didn't have ice they makers. Had, they, no, but they they had regular coolers, like insulated coolers like we have. They were just not constructed the same way. They had thermoses, too. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, thermoses, for sure. Yep. Wait, so, then the thermoses were glass inside of the al- aluminum or whatever. One of the metal. things I had sent out that I thought was cool, this is uh, this photo that I had sent out. This is an actual photo of a campsite in Yosemite in 1942, so it's period accurate, and it matches kind of what you're saying. Yep. The, the tent and the tarp, well, obviously the old car, a folding wooden chair, a little yeah. uh, campfire, what have you. My, so I thought that was good. My grandfather was in World War II. He used to go camping after he got back. He always had his green canvas duffel bag, duffel bag yep. with you know with his name and everything on it. it was really cool. Yeah, mic is going in and out, yeah. and it's probably because it's being pulled in a certain direction. But I'm we'll not find out. It we'll find out. It happens. I think Skeet I might have. Do it. He might have some tools just sort of on him, like yeah. like if. If Seamus shows up, like well, he would, might ha- just have them in pockets and stuff. It would make sense that if you're going in somebody else's car, you could anticipate it might break down yeah. and you're ready to try and repair it on the road to probably good. throw a toolbox in the back kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. And there will be a little uh, teardrop trailer with all the stuff in it being hauled behind. And the... Um, the idea for the things I picked out were a couple of older things. So the car was like a 1936, the same as the trailer, figuring you probably don't have a brand new thing in the 40s or the early 40s because they stopped a lot of production and started gathering um, metal to do yep. war stuff. So you're not gonna, necessarily going to have a new car then. Now that trailer thing that you sent a picture of, yep, this one that's, you don't sleep in that trailer. I mean, one person good. might be able yeah, to, good. but 
that my idea was it's a small enclosed trailer that you would have your stuff in so you wouldn't have to worry about rain or whatever. That's about okay. it. Mm. Yeah, if you were camping alone or maybe with one other person, you might be able to sleep in it. Yeah. Unless you're claustrophobic, then probably right. not. And then that would be um, Ruth's car. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> and it's uh, it's a Nash Ambassador. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. I wanted to pick a car that wasn't around anymore, or a company that wasn't around anymore. Nash ain't around no mo. All right. So now we have all that stuff figured out. We've learned a little bit about the characters and a little bit of their history with each other. Of course, each of you has your own history you can draw upon as we get going, but that that can get us started. I've kind of split this up into scenes, the way we might expect a, um, a movie to go. So first, um, we'll start, I guess, with Rutherford, and that you have the car. Mm-hmm. And just out of practicality, we'll say you have the trailer as well. Uh, you're going to drive around and pick people up to go I camping. S- yeah, I would assume we could just all oh, meet, we- at, meet at the mechanics place. You know, okay. The pickup Does spot. Becky have a ride there? I mean, is everybody? I mean, well, she, for, she's, she's like a last. She's a last minute, you know, tag along. I'm, yeah. I'm, like I don't know, if she's but coming she, until she she'd shows probably up. show up with Seamus then. Right? Yeah, yeah. I would bring her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you guys brought food and tents. I brought a girl. Seamus, <laughs> <laughs> like I brought the entertainment. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, I made a big mistake. Think I'm gone. Right. Anyway, it's the Me Too era. I don't think we should go this way. <laughs> I, did not, <laughs> I did not put willpower as a stat. So <laughs> let's not worry about that. I've yet. got a seven in date rape. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, no, I don't. I did. I did. See, to me, although that's, you know, poor taste, the funny part to me was you said seven, and I did it by dice. There's no seven-sided die. So right. I'm thinking, how's he going to roll us over? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a dork. Um, all right. So everybody gets picked up, you're in the car, and what I want to hear is the characters talking on this, call it an hour drive, and um, Seamus, you're going to probably have to be the navigator, because you have that map and directions uh, to the family's old camping spot. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that you guys, kind of the guys at least, planned ahead of time, that's where you were going. So it's no surprise that you take out a map in some directions, right? Is this like straight up woods or is it a mountainous region in the woods or something? It is hilly, close okay. to mountains. Yeah. The site's right off of like Piglet Tail Road, right? Well, it is now, yeah. <laughs> However, Piglet Tail Road is off of Pigtail Road, which is off of Pig Road, which is next to Swine Interstate. <laughs> okay. Right? Easy to get lost up in Yes. Mountains. A lot of pig roads. <laughs> it up smells here. like bacon. <laughs> the whole area. This country smells wonderful. <laughs> it does. Um, Smells like America. It does. It It smells exactly like America. (laughs) America. America. Uh, So you guys are all together. Maybe the first thing you do is uh, you you get in the car with the girl. What happens? I see we got an extra passenger. Yeah, I hope you all don't mind. This is my friend Becky. She's uh, she's got a rough spot. uh, I think we got enough provisions to handle it. I brought some soda and granola. That sounds amazing. Oh, is, is this your girlfriend, Seamus? <laughs> no, it's not my girlfriend. She lives next door to me. She, she's all right. She's a she's a she's a fine young dame. 
Fun, uh, young. Yeah. No slapping the dames. <laughs> no yes. slapping the dames. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was an email exchange ahead of time. We're yeah. all southern gentlemen here. Yeah. Hey, Should old man, fine. I bet you a dollar it takes us less than an hour to get there. Oh, you're on. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> he knows how to drive slow. <laughs> Keep going. You guys are going to be in the car for an hour. So it looks like we've got good weather for the weekend. Where are we going exactly? Oh, Going up, uh, is, is this an old family place? Yes, so yes. it's um, a place that your parents had never been to, but um, when they were going through stuff in boxes, they found information. Okay, on so his parents there. had never even been there, no. so I'm like, okay. Yeah, but, but it's but in we, the family. Uh, from what you can tell, it's owned by the family. Right, so it's, uh, I guess it's a old family property I didn't, we didn't really know about, but it's uh, somewhere up there off of a uh, little piglet road, so... Mm. Uh, I got it mapped out here. I think we can find it no problem. So I think we're pretty nice. It's kind of right before you get up in the foothills. Should be real pretty this time of year. Sounds Early cute. fall, nice, nice, pretty time. Time to be there. Might be a little cool at night, but you know, down in the holler. Well, I don't mind that. I was in England for a few years. You know, it's kind of chilly. Uh, I was gonna say that. Uh, that's gonna be chillier than here in Tennessee. Well, it is. Yeah. yeah. How, how did you not know about property that you owned? <laughs> well, it's uh, is in the family. My parents found uh, found some papers and uh, made old deed when they were going through stuff uh, recently. You know, uh, mom mom passed away recently, and so dad's clearing out things and um, found this. So go check it out. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> well, me too. She was a good woman. As a side note here, it was mentioned that uh, there was soda. I was just trying to look up what sodas might have been in 1942. And what I found about soda in 1942 was that in that year, the American Medical Association recommended Americans limit intake of added sugar, specifically mentioning soft drinks. Hmm. So well, there was, was just, definitely soda. Just this year that they started saying, you might want to drink less. No way, man. The Americans really took that advice to heart. But it was still <laughs> yeah. it was still 10 years before the first low-calorie soft drink. So there isn't a low-calorie option it right now was, when it comes was to soft drinks. Was Tab the first low-calorie? <laughs> no, it was called the No-Cal Beverage, a ginger ale sold by Kirsch. Huh. Kirsch. Kirsch. Skeet loves him some Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. That's probably when it still had cocaine in it, right? Oh, yeah. The most delicious of the Dr. Peppers. <laughs> all right. So you all still are going in the car? What, what other conversations? Now, one of the things I want out of this trip is somebody is going to mention the fear they have as part of a story during the drive. How I'll long you do you guys. think it'll take us to get there? Well, I just bet it's going to take us less than an hour, so I hope it's less than an hour. <laughs> is it going to be dark? You think by the time we get there, or is it still going to be day- daylight? Yeah, I would say we left what late morning or something. Or? Yeah, okay. Yeah, we're, we're I'm terrified of. I suppose it, d- it depends on how long the old man drives. Here. It's okay. I can handle it. I just have a thing about driving in, in the back seat of a car at night. That's, uh, that, that's uh, when my. I was flying through bad weather and pitch black, pitch blackness. Pitch black. fine. Are you black now? No, <laughs> pitch black. <laughs> That's the way he's flying through. Well, uh, y'all, uh, I have—I'm just terrified of having to poop in the woods. <laughs> I really, really don't like the thought of that. So I'm gonna try to hold it in all weekend. <laughs> Whatever you do, make sure you, uh, you bury it. 
Um, could you please be terrified of pooping in a car? <laughs> Don't care about the woods. Just tell uh, your butt out the back. I bet you can't hold it all weekend. You bet me? Oh, how much? There's going to be a lot of bets. I got, I got a, a silver dollar in my pocket. Oh, and at this point, uh, Seamus takes out, he's got a little reporter's pad in his back mm-hmm. pocket, and he takes it out with his pencil, and he writes two lines, and he's got, he's written down the two bets he's just made, so, you're on. <laughs> oh, man, that's good. Um, I wouldn't worry too much about getting into an automobile crash. The ambassador is very safe. <laughs> it is. The Nash Ambassador is a heck of a vehicle. Yeah. Um, it's like a tank. Oh yeah. Just it's as as a note, when we start talking about how much you're going to bet, Seamus, your your um, cost to rent your house is thirty dollars a month. Okay. It is. Yes. A bottle of uh, Coca Cola is only five cents. Oh, then it's way when, too much. Yeah. When okay. um, when uh, Rutherford bought his car, it cost eight hundred dollars new. I might bet a dollar with him. That's but not too bad. Two bets or nickel. And, <laughs> and, and a, a bottle of Coke. I bet you a bottle of Coke. And um, you're on. And Skeet at his mechanic's job makes about a thousand dollars a year. <laughs> well, his, his to rent a house is thirty bucks a month. A thousand dollars a year. I'm worth every penny. <laughs> I wanted. To, I wanted to show y'all. This is actually my grandparents' house in Chicopee in Massachusetts. They had a car like that. Oh yeah, cool stuff. Yeah. And that's probably the kind of house that you were uh, just in, in your foster home. No, kind of car wasn't that nice. Just... It was a piece of crap. All right. <laughs> Hated it. <coughs> oh, yeah, and they used to park crap. their horse outside, too. <laughs> so we have this information. Um, so thinking about that, when you go to bet that, you know, you're, you're only paying 30 bucks a month to rent a house. Got it. Yep. And... Um, so we'll do nickel bets. Yeah, it's a, it says average wages are about eighteen hundred a year. I figure mechanics get definitely making below an average wage if he's in Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. So figure about a thousand a year, and w- yeah, when you go to bet, and and I uh, I actually thought of looking it up, Bridget, because you said you had a silver dollar in your pocket. That would definitely be a fine that you would bet. You know, um, a, a bet that you're sure you could win, uh. like holding his poop all weekend. You're pretty <laughs> sure you could win that. That's probably worth a silver dollar bet. Here, have some of this. Here, eat this. Another <laughs> <laughs> coke. Here, you want some coffee? <laughs> the cigarette. This hot dog smell a little off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you should try a, one. There, here's some granola. <laughs> so who, who's the Boy Scout in this group in terms of uh, outdoor skills? Probably you, having been? Probably, but it could be all of us back then, uh, you know. Like I said, got this country like, boy over here. I mean, here, I you know, feel like easy. he doesn't have a whole lot to do, so he probably goes out yeah. camping and and fishing a lot. So, okay. I would say it definitely makes sense that everybody here um, isn't afraid of the outdoors, so to speak. Like I am nowadays. I just <laughs> I don't like bugs or anything. <laughs> so yeah, back then bugs didn't hurt, right? <laughs> uh, I've gone camping before with my foster families. Okay. Did you go camping with your parents before they passed? I don't really remember. Oh, so it's that long ago. I was six. Yeah. Probably yeah. blacked out a lot of the memories. Of what? I don't See? remember anything. Exactly. <laughs> I was uh, kind of joking about the poop. I really don't like snakes. <laughs> so I like camping and you I like, like the woods. Snakes. But I really don't <laughs> like <laughs> the worst of the snakes. <laughs> Lay in the chocolate waste snake. Oh, I don't like oh. snakes. So... <laughs> In the woods, I'll be keeping my eyes out. 
You boys right. are nasty. <laughs> That's true. Boys, boys are will nasty. Be boys. <clears throat> so you get um, through a couple of side roads following the directions. And at some point... <clears throat> um, I'm definitely making it sure I can win the bet. Getting there. <laughs> and, uh, and you are. And at some point, Rutherford, you realize that um, without the directions, you'd have never found this place. And you know how to navigate. I mean, Of course. Um, there, the, there's just too many turns and too many unmarked roads that on the directions it says, you know, go up a quarter of a mile and take a slight right. And on the road, there's really no slight right. It's just like cobblestone off to the side. And <clears throat> you eventually find the last road uh, that is labeled, but it's labeled in an old sign that it, it looks like it's handwritten. The, uh, what was it, the piglet? Little piglet drive. Little piglet drive. Um, and that's kind of handwritten on a, a little piece of wood on the side of a tree. Uh, it's overgrown. Is the piece of wood shaped like a piglet? <laughs> it is now. <laughs> That's awesome. And all the writing is like a little squirrely, uh, a swirly pigtail looking writing. It's crazy. That's a new font now. It's called yeah. piglet font. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, you turn down the road and it just kicks up dust behind you as you're driving down there. Uh, and it's, um, I don't know, maybe like a half mile or so. And there's kind of a little clearing. And as far as the directions say, this is where you ought to be. So you found your spot. It's about two in the afternoon, we'll say, and it took you one hour and ten minutes. <gasps> and I bet that it would be less than an hour, right? Yeah. You lost the bet. Who was driving? He did. He was. Oh. You're gonna lose. You have you're gonna drive, lose two bets this weekend. <laughs> I shouldn't have made a bet. I shouldn't have made a bet. I couldn't control. But you know, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. All right, take it out and give you give you your quarter. Thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, casual casual exchange. <laughs> I know it's coming back my way later. So, so let's, um, you guys treat this kind of as a montage. It's going to be setting up camp, having dinner, getting ready for sleep. Who's, who does what? what are the, how do you split the chores up? This is uh, campsite time. I'm just going to walk around the edge and, and get some firewood. and Actually set um, up the tents, things like that. Mm-hmm. Just pick up little sticks and yeah. twigs and stuff. And there Nothing are, heavy. There are lots, a uh, lots of down branches, brush, and there's plenty of stuff you can light. I gather rocks Easy. to make the fire pit. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be yeah, problem. cool. We'll work on that together. Working I was told apparently I'm very good at cooking. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you enough enough wood so you can cook us up something real tasty. Sounds good. I'm good at hot dogs. Mm. And, and hot, hot, hot dog dogs. Accessories. You want a hot dog, Seamus? <laughs> Aren't you hungry? Uh, I don't know. I might, have, uh, I might go light on the hot dogs. <laughs> I'd be more worried about the coffee in the morning. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> About my brand hot dogs. Skeet <laughs> <laughs> brand hot dogs. High fiber yeah. brand coffee. <laughs> One um, joke popped into my head, and now we're going to have three episodes of poop jokes. <laughs> Getting out of the way. You know what I'm glad they did not have in 1942? Is Tostitos with a hint of lime. Oh, dear. These things are like freaking crack. I'm I'm pretty sure there weren't too many processed foods like that yeah. then. That are engineered literally yeah. so that I can't stop eating them. <laughs> That's why I rarely eat this stuff. It's not such a bad thing, really. I mean, what I like, though, is you bring them, and you put them on the table and eat them, and then push them to someone else. Yeah. Like, get these away from but me. But then they immediately come they back. back. Exactly. Right. So, um, uh, Becky and I are getting wood mm-hmm. and stones. Kind of, I've got <laughs> firewood. Firewood. Sorry. Yes. We're getting stones. And, uh, getting wood, getting getting wood, wood. and stones. I've got a little hatchet, Sorry. so I'm ch- chopping yeah. up some of the wood, you know, into tinder and kindling. Making okay. a little, uh, little teepee fire to get started. 
So you got the fire started. What is it that um, uh, that Skeet is going to put into his seasoned cast iron skillet? I'm going to make my famous hot dog casserole. <laughs> hot dog casserole. Does it have granola in it? Because Becky, Becky brought granola. It does today. <laughs> it does. Awesome. <laughs> That beautiful granola crust. <laughs> From what I, <laughs> so, so what I got out of this, because it's a casserole, you can kind of throw anything in it, right? So based on what you guys said you brought, you have eggs, um, bacon, granola, soda, and hot dogs. Maybe we have some dry pasta or something. And pasta. They all go in there. <laughs> and that's, that's hot dog casserole. Wait, wait, no soda. <laughs> There's a little soda. Don't waste my soda. You need it's some liquid in it, right? It's the secret. Oh God! <laughs> and um, we would have brought veggies from our our yeah. gardens because we, you know, this is back when people actually that sounds reasonable. Grew yeah. Plus, you might find a couple of berries or something around the woods that somebody would know is edible. Yeah. So yeah. throw some tomatoes in there. So um, you uh, finish up dinner. It's getting later, starting to get dark out. Uh, what's the sleeping arrangements? Um, going with that picture I put out there, they had a cot out there, so I'm sure you could have fit a couple of cots or maybe even four in the um, in that trailer, whatever else. Um, one of the things I did read about in 1942 is they didn't have much in the way of sleeping bags outside of the military, so you're probably just there with blankets Wool and a blankets. cot kind of thing. Yeah, sheet and blanket probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And who sleeps where? We're going to have a tent, and everyone could probably fit in the tent. I'm sure it's big enough, unless you're doing two tents. I just want to get an idea, because later when the bad stuff comes to get you, I need to know where you are. If it's it's nice enough, if it's not too cold, I will be outside so I can see the stars. What I'm going to say is let's just make it that it's cold enough at night that you want to be bundled up, but it's not so hot in the day that you're sweating your ass off. Right? It's probably 70-something during the day, 50-something overnight. I'm wondering. Are you, are you out in like a bivy ba- bag just outside? The yeah, whatever I was able that? to obtain from the military after I left, I'm going to have. Yeah. yeah. Can he be just outside the tent, but sleep like? Uh, oh, anybody can wherever wherever you want to yeah. lay out. I was wondering with 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 Becky whether maybe she would be separate from us, like from a. Like I mean, a I could see her sleeping the on the opposite side of the tent from Seamus if the, those two were in a tent, kind of thing. Or if like only one I don't of think us she'd be sharing a cot. Like no, I, I mean, like, it de- just depends on, if we're on cots, then we could just put the cots on different so walls. So, as a matter of technicality, I don't think Becky would sleep in the dark in a wheeled vehicle. No. Yeah. I would not sleep in the, the camper. I don't want to be alone in the dark out there. You can technically sleep in the car, too. Mm-hmm. True. But Maybe the, I would in, do that. In the car, in the dark? But I can lock how, how the modest, doors. How modest is she? Pretty modest. She's I mean, a bad girl, but she's modest. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm not, I'm not slut. We got the rest no, of the trip. I'm just, I'm troubled, but I'm not naughty. Uh, you can start in like the car, Sunday and then if you get scared, you could come in the tent. Yeah, I think I'll do that. I'll sleep in the car, and I'm going to lock the doors okay. of the car. Wow. So that nothing when she chooses that, Skeet's a little bit happy because he actually gets his cot back. Because we didn't plan on her showing up. Right. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yep. I'll sleep in the ba- the back seat specifically. So when people wake up in the morning, so the windows of the car out. will be all steamed up. That'll be good. <laughs> Handprints. Yes. Hey. 
tent's hey. not going to smell as nice as it was before. And I may never go in the tent again. <laughs> that tent will smell horrible after <laughs> <laughs> the hot dog casserole. That's exactly why. I'm glad Becky's not sleeping in there tonight because I had a hot dog casserole and I got to hold it for two more days. <laughs> Guess what we're having tomorrow? <laughs> hot dog casserole. Re- recycled hot dog casserole. <laughs> leftovers. Um, all right. So as people get to sleep for the night, I need each person to roll a smart roll. Please. So is high still good for this? Is that how we're working it? High is good. Um, I'm, I have a target number. You have to match or exceed that. Okay. Yes. Is your target number one? <laughs> <laughs> I got a hick. Mm-hmm. The top one is a D10, right? That is correct, yeah. It's uh, 4, 6, 8, 10, or 10, 8, 6, 4, depending on how you open it. I think you're muted, oh, Kurt. Yeah. I rolled a 2 on my D8. I rolled a, a 2, two on my D10. Oh, I rolled a 6 on really my D6. Did anybody decide they wanted to add a second stat into this? It depends what it is, I guess. Right. What, well, what the, the, I'm just curious. I want to start off by saying that. So I'll to start, calm. To start, did anybody? You had a 6. Correct. Um, mm-hmm. You did. Okay. So we'll leave that one as is because that will make a difference in the morning. Okay. Um, and then there will be one more roll. Now, this one is while you're sleeping, it's a restless sleep tonight. And um, you're going to make another smart roll uh, because of this restless sleep. Which means the, that's where you can decide. This, this die. No. What did you roll? Another two. I got a three. Okay, so now you can add another stat. your top stat. stat. Yeah. You could add another stat if you want to say, I, why would your character not be restless? I would add my calm because I'm used to this. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, what I was going to say. And that's, that's what I'm looking yeah. at here. I want to introduce the mechanic. So now roll, I got a 10 roll both. is what, what I'd like to do is before the roll, decide what you want, and then we'll roll it. All right. Okay. Yeah. So but you're fine with the two plus calm. the other one or whatever you do. Well, the calm came up a six. I mean, do we all? And I had are the two on together? the other one. The, that, yeah, it adds to your total number. So thirteen. So yeah. eight. Do we care if we get high, or is it going to be more fun if we get low? I only had a three total. <laughs> so that that matters. <laughs> so you had a bad sleep. I had a bad sleep. Mm-hmm. I had a six total. Okay. Um. So can I can I see your character sheet there? Absolutely, Mister Skeet. Let's see what's got a recipe on the back for hot dog casserole. No, I had to look at the back part. Um. So all night in your dreams, you're being chased by people with guns shooting at you. Oh, oh God. And it oh, doesn't no. stop. And every time you turn around, it looks like they have another arm and they're, they're holding another gun. Oh, and please. they're shooting no. more at you. Oh, Mr. Gosh. Mr. Many Arm, first, <laughs> put the gun down. Put it down. <laughs> put it out. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> That's what you hear across the <laughs> across the tent all night long. Is, oh, no. oh, oh God, Mr. Gun, no, no gun. Thankfully, no. I'm in the car and I can't hear yeah. any of that. Now, shortly before sunrise, there is um, a boom, kind of like I don't know, like the beginning of an earthquake, but it doesn't continue. There's just kind of call it an exploding sound, a big thunk, thud, whatever, all around. Um, and that kind of gets you guys woken up shortly before sunrise. So everyone kind of wakes up. But it's not a uh, thunder boom. No. I mean, it was a, a noise that woke you up. A big thud. Like dynamite in a quarry? Maybe. 
from yeah, a few miles. Like and yeah, I actually does know it sound what that like an explosive like. I would recognize. Okay, because you had that six on your roll, Ruth. I'm gonna keep saying Ruth. Um, you're sure that it came from underground somewhere. That sound was something that that there was a boom underground somewhere. Any mines in these parts? Nope. You as far even, as you know, you didn't no. even know there was a campground in these parts. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> but the, yeah, there was some stories around the campground that, that just used to be a place for the family to go. At one one time, they were going to build it. You know, there was talk about building a cabin. It never happened. Blah blah blah. That type of thing. It it corresponds with like one of the guns going off in my dream, oh, and I just uh-huh. fall out of bed like, onto <laughs> yeah. the floor, and I'm like, where? <laughs> A hot dog casserole or something. <laughs> Maybe I'll, I'll sit up in the car and kind of look around. The windows Should would I? be... I'm going to say the windows would be steamed up if yeah. you're sleeping in the car and it was and 50 degrees cool. overnight. Yeah. I'll roll the windows down a little bit and just okay. like peek out and look around. Yeah, yeah except for people anything. waking up. Nothing special. And that's where we'll finish part one of this episode. We survived the night. <laughs> Yay. Yay! That one was intended to be survived. If anyone died, that would have been bad. <laughs> <laughs> You're all poisoned by hot dog casserole. <laughs> <laughs> Victory and, is mine. Well, for hot dogs. In the meantime, we can all say bye-bye. The preceding podcast was brought to you by One Joe Young. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com.